0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our golden 20s. My name is Tegan, and I'm joined with my co-host, Sadie. Hello. And we are going to be talking about the phenomenon known as <laughs> a quiet quitting, which has blown up on the TikTok. I don't know why well, I called TikTok. it the TikTok, yeah. but that's where it's blowing up. And just setting boundaries in general, because for those who don't know what quiet quitting is, it's the idea of kind of doing like the bare minimum at work to get by. You're not staying late. You're not stressing yourself out to reach deadlines. You're simply doing the work you're paid to do no more. So if your job's nine to five, you only work nine to five. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And you know, it's also the decision that you are more than your job or your productivity and accepting that you are just working to get paid to pay your bills And that's it. Yeah. But it's become quite the topic. I feel Mm -hmm. like. Yeah. And I feel like a few weeks
1: ago we had a work episode, you know, about like how to get promoted, like advice you need to know to like advance your career. But it's like that's only sustainable for so long. You know what I mean? And I think the whole I don't love the word quiet quitting, but I feel like it's just like to avoid burnout. You know what I mean? Like this is kind of what you have to do sometimes. Mm -hmm. And like for me, I feel like my career is just constant like ebbs and flows when it comes to hustle. And then it's like, no, I can't hustle anymore. I'm burnt out. You know what I mean? So I think the concept of quiet quitting, even though it makes it sound like you're quitting your job in Mm -hmm. my mind, like, yeah, it literally says quitting. (laughs) So I guess it's maybe not just in my mind, but like, yeah, I feel like
0: this is like a mentality you can
1: adapt when you just Mm -hmm. need a breather at work, you know?
0: Well, I think it's supposed to be an alternative if you, Come home from work one day in tears and you're like, I can't do it anymore. I'm quitting. Yeah. This is supposed to be the alternative. You're not quitting. You're going to quiet quit. Yeah. And then basically you're just going to show up and you're going to try not to care. Mm -hmm. Do the bare minimum. Yeah. Do what's in your job description. Nothing that's outside of it. Yeah. And leave your work at work.
1: Yeah. Yeah definitely which is a lot harder than Yes. yeah but all of this is yeah, <laughs> yeah but we're gonna talk about some ways to you know cultivate that energy because yeah. it is necessary from time to time
0: yeah well and really like this is how people should treat their jobs like mm-hmm. there are examples of you know there's a deadline you're you're trying to get a new client, and so you have to stay late to work because the pitch is tomorrow. Yeah. The problem is if that's the expectation every single night, if yeah. everything's an emergency. Yeah that's where the issue comes in so like there have been some critiques of quiet quitting saying well that's just working Mm -hmm. it's like well not really anymore and especially I feel like people who are new to the workplace like a lot of people in their 20s and a lot of women like we talked about in previous episodes they want to do a good job there's Mm. a lot of extra pressure it's harder and you don't even realize that these boundaries are being pushed I right. feel like, like, yeah,
1: if you're just starting out, you yeah. don't know, How do you know any different, right? Yeah.
0: Like I, w- in high school, I worked a minimum wage, like fast food job. And then it's like, you work for the hours you get paid. So if you work more, you get paid more. If mm-hmm. you work less, you know, but my first like real adult job, I was still getting paid minimum wage, except it was like salarized. So I didn't realize because I was like, Oh my God, that's so much money. And it was like 50 plus hours a week. We did not get breaks, like not even lunch. You could not get time off. You never had the right to refuse work. And I just thought like, okay, this is what being an adult is. (laughs) Because like... Welcome to adulthood. Yeah, I was like, this is the life. (laughs) I'm killing it. Meanwhile, that's literally... All of those things are laws. Like here in Ontario. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's like you don't realize until someone's like, hey, you can just do what's in your contract. Yeah. So I'm here to tell you listeners. Yeah, definitely. And I feel
1: like I've always worked at... My first job, I was definitely not getting paid enough like to even like sustain like a living like wage I want to say but Mm. like that's a whole other thing but I feel like for me in my career it's just so easy to get sucked into the grind you know and it's like I'm somebody who I need to work for what like I need to work because I don't have a plan B, you know, like yeah, I don't yeah. have, a. am not sitting on savings where yeah. it's like, well, I can just quit and like, yeah. I'll just figure it out. It's yeah. like, no, this is the plan and the only plan. So <laughs> like I have no choice but to work and like yeah. advance my career so I can like Mm -hmm. You know, maybe one day afford a house, which I don't think is a goal for me, but like, you know, like I can afford to travel. I can afford to do the things that are important to me outside of work, but I have to work, you know? So it's easy though, to get sucked into it, to be like, well, if I want to do this, then I need to make this much money, which means I need to hustle for this promotion. Mm -hmm. Then I get that promotion. It's like, okay, well now I need to get this promotion. Now I need to move companies. Now I need to do this, 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 this. So for me, I feel like once I had the realization of how that's what I'm doing and how that's that is not sustainable. I feel like it's kind of the same idea of quiet quitting, but I would just say the word coasting, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's like, there's going to be seasons in your career where you need to hustle or you don't need to, you'll want to hustle. You're feeling very motivated at work, you know, like this is the time to advance your career. Like I'm going to jump on this opportunity, but there's also seasons where, like you can't operate at that all the time yeah. and you need to just chill and do the bare minimum. So yeah. for me, I always just view it as like coasting and I
0: mm-hmm.
1: often choose when I coast based on, okay, I just got promoted. Not saying I'm going to like slack off and be like, yeah. well, got it. Yeah, Now yeah, I'm yeah. going to do nothing. But it's like now I'm just going to enjoy where I'm at Yeah, rather than always ju- like jumping and diving for the next thing. And I feel like what's important and kind of goes into this whole idea of quiet quitting is just remembering that you choose when those seasons are for you. You know, don't let your employer be like, no, you need to work really hard, really hard, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Because again, it's not sustainable. So it's like if you're feeling motivated and like energized and ambitious at work, go after it, you know. But if you're feeling like, no, this is my time to just like take the paycheck and focus on other areas of my life. Whatever that is okay too.
0: yeah, I feel like it's very like personal and depending on where you're at so yeah it also isn't dependent on how hard your coworkers are working because I feel mm-hmm. like that's sometimes a cycle I get sucked into yeah is like I'm always the first person to leave the office mm. and it's like, but I'm staying half an hour late and I'm still the first person to leave and it's like, hey, you're only supposed to be working Power nine to, to five. Yeah. yeah. Like leave at five. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. If you're showing up at eight 59, that's Who fine. Cares? That's yeah. all you need to do. Yeah, But it's so easy to almost be like competitive. Be yeah. like, I want to be the best employee that I can be yeah. here. But yeah. Sometimes it's like, no, you also, there's so much more to you than I stay an hour after work every yeah. day. Like totally. when you think about it like that, like that's so lame. Yeah. So like, that's not cool. Yeah.
1: It's not a personality trait. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
0: 100%. It's like, I used to work with people. Well, I worked with a woman who was against like Apple watches and everything. And I was like, okay, interesting. Why? And she's like, because everyone I work with, all they talk about is how little sleep they get. And they say like, oh, my watch says I only got five hours. And then someone else will be like, oh, mine only said I got four and a half. And she's like, it's this weird productivity competition oh between gosh. how badly they're treating their bodies. And I have 100% worked with people who are like,
1: man, I, I was worse. here
0: till midnight. And yeah. then I was back at eight. But that's life. That's the grind. And it's like, I don't want this that. This is the wrong flex. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
1: Or, I feel, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, too, the pandemic kind of... Th- Like through things for a loop because I feel we were kind of moving away from hustle culture a little and we still kind of are like and I think that's why quiet quitting is such like a phenomenon like you said because everyone's like hustle culture is toxic, you know, Mm -hmm. but I feel like kind of companies are still if you're like a corporate girly or guy listening like companies are still very like hustle culture you know so like there's a disconnect yeah there definitely is so it is easy to get sucked into like you said like the environment side Mm -hmm. of it and yeah I don't know one of the things I feel like we're gonna now talk about like how to quiet quit like some actions you can do if you're feeling like you know what this yeah. is what I need right now like I mm-hmm. need to take not a step back but like I need to just chill and yeah. just coast and like just do my job take the paycheck mm-hmm. the first thing is setting boundaries and I know again that's sounds so easy and it's really yeah. hard to do but one of the biggest things for me is not internalizing the company's problems mm-hmm. as my own personal problems and that's so hard to do but I think that's kind of What we were just talking about by the company being like, well, no, like we need to get this client, like we need to do this, we need to do that and like hustle, hustle, hustle. But it's like, I feed into this all the time. It's like, realistically, like, yeah this is important for the company or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like for me, my sleep is more important. Like, you know, disconnecting, spending time with my family is more important. Mm -hmm. Like don't internalize those problems as your personal problems. And I think that will help you also once you decide like, no, like this isn't, my problem this yeah. is a company problem and you can distinguish that and like set that boundary mentally it'll help you be able to enjoy your life outside of work you know mm-hmm. you're not guilty for not working and when everyone else is or yeah. whatever like you're just kind of aligning on your values and like not letting your company's problems like overshine your yeah. personal
0: life does that yeah. make sense yeah well and it's not like an actual problem in your life exactly unless it's like okay my work is bad and it's a problem that's a separate thing yeah but if it's like this isn't going well at work
1: yeah leave it at work yeah like this report is
0: wrong it's like
1: okay well i'll fix it but like it's not the end of the world tomorrow you know yeah Yeah. i can
0: fix it tomorrow like yeah well like i was going to say this for 99 percent of jobs like it none of this matters like there's one percent like yeah if you're a brain surgeon yeah don't quiet quit please yeah just like you know if you're a firefighter yeah you're probably gonna have to lose some sleep yeah and there's an yeah, understanding yeah. there but like i work in social media yeah nothing is an emergency yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like can we relax please what's yeah. the worst thing that can happen exactly So, your company's
1: gonna lose stock, and then you know, yeah, it's all like so corporate and yeah, stupid.
0: Yeah, that's every once in a while, it's good. And like, even I'll say it at work, like, we're not curing cancer here. Yeah, I am moving an image of the number seven in Canva. Yeah, like a monkey could do this. It's fine. Yeah,
1: that's it. Even things at work,
0: like at my
1: last job we would always say is this going to impact business yeah. and make decisions that way because you yeah. could like there's so many especially on the creative side like yeah so many opinions where yeah. it's like if we move this number seven or not like yeah. is this actually going to impact like the results and impact mm-hmm. the business yeah no so why are we spending so much time yeah. and effort talking about it you know like yeah. it's so dumb but yeah
0: yeah. Well, and so I think the key part of quiet quitting is setting boundaries. And when yeah. you're doing that, it's important. I think like the most important step is making sure the people you work with know your boundaries mm. because it's not your fault if every or their fault. If every other person at the company works till eight and you used to decided you're quiet quitting and then you're mad because they're messaging you at six thirty, Right. Like, I think it's important to be clear with, I'm going on my lunch break, or okay, I'm done for the day, or I'm going on vacation, you cannot reach me. Yeah. And I think it's important, like,
1: to know you set those boundaries for yourself. Like, you set that expectation, you set that precedent for yourself, you Mm -hmm. know, because as soon as you let someone else do it they're gonna push the envelope as far as they can yes you know especially in a corporate
0: setting yeah well and if they don't know like if they don't know you're on your lunch break Mm -hmm. and they message you yeah like you can't get mad because they're messaging you when they think you're working right yeah and so the next thing I wanted to say was like to actually take your breaks so, yeah. like, don't eat your lunch at your desk. Move away. Turn off your notifications. Move your body. Actually, use your, you know, paid time off. Take advantage of mm-hmm. everything you can. Yeah. At my work, my lunches aren't paid.
1: Oh, so I I don't work forty hours a week. I work. Yeah. I don't know how thirty-five. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like forty minus one minus yeah. times five. <laughs> <laughs> That's the math. Yeah. But so if you expect me to sit in a meeting, like from 12 to one, when I am going to take my lunch, like you're out of your mind. You know what I mean? Or if you're doing a meeting over lunch and then you expect me to do another meeting right after it's like, no, like I'm not paid for lunch. Like why
0: Mm -hmm. would you
1: expect that? You know, but it's easy in the day to day again to overlook it. Like even it again, it I think this is more like a provincial law thing, but like depending how many hours you work, like it's law to get a lunch break. It's law yeah. to get two 15 minute breaks. If you're yeah. working an eight hour day. Yeah. So again, if you're working from home or like you're working a corporate job where like these breaks aren't scheduled in for you, mm-hmm. it's easy to just overlook them. But it's like, yeah. no, like it's law for break. a reason, you yeah. know, like because people can't operate at 110% yeah. for eight hours straight. Like mm. you need the break. Yeah. Yeah. I think moving your body is a great idea to mm-hmm. take those breaks. Like just holds you accountable. Like, yeah, I think that's get out of your chair. Yeah. My yeah. thing's always like running errands on my lunch because yeah. like I have to yeah. leave the house. I have to step away from my
0: computer to do it. Yeah. So that always holds me accountable. Especially working from home. It's, uh, exactly. that, it's almost worse because it's like... Well, all I'd be doing is sitting on the couch, so I might as well help them out. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Don't do it. Don't do it. The other thing is don't answer work emails outside of work hours. Yeah. Because this is another thing that's so easy. It's like, how long does it take to respond to an email? 30 seconds? Okay, I'll just whip it. No. Don't. Yeah,
1: because then you're communicating to your colleagues and your boss that it's okay. You're checking, you're on
0: it. And then that just becomes the normal for you, you know? So turn off your notifications if it's a problem or like sign out of your work accounts Yeah, when you're on your phone, you know, when you're away from your desk. And when you're on vacation, set an out-of-office message and actually follow through. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know
1: if this is good or bad, but like I never check my emails outside of work hours. Never mind respond. Like I don't check. I don't Mm -hmm. do anything. I have my email on my phone, but it's like for emergencies. Like if I can't get into it, my laptop one day, you know, like I can still contact people, but I don't have notifications on. I don't Mm -hmm. have, I never check it. Yeah, And like, I'm somebody who really like values my work you know yeah. and like I am very ambitious but people are like what do you mean you don't check emails outside of yeah. work or my one friend will like send me messages being like oh did you see this and I'm like no I'll see it tomorrow morning when I yeah. log in at 9 a.m yeah you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know same with like slack I think that's a big one at my last job we had like a team slack channel and my I guess he was like the Big, highest manager on our team was like, yeah, like everybody should get Slack on their phone so we can like communicate. And I was like, I will not be doing that. Yeah. And he's like, you know, it's just like for like if mm-hmm. anybody needs anything, blah blah blah. And I was like, no, like yeah. our relationship is a work relationship. Yeah. <laughs> and like I don't want to be thinking of you guys talking yeah. about you guys outside of work. Obviously, yeah. I didn't say that in that way, but it was like, no, this is my yeah. boundary. But again, it was me setting it for myself. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: It's not you saying okay and then being mad when. The notifications pop up on your phone.
1: Yeah. Same with my out of office, actually. Like, I never check my emails when I'm Mm -hmm. off. Me too. And my out of office, too... Like I don't put for anything urgent. Here's my cell phone number Oh yeah, for anything no. urgent. Like, I'm just like, listen, this is my <laughs> yeah, out of office. Yeah. Hey, listen. bitches, listen yeah. up. <laughs> I'm gone. This is the day I return. Yeah. I'll get back to you the day I return because yeah. nothing is that urgent yeah. where they're going to have to interrupt your vacation. Yeah, no. Like no way. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Well, I think the next kind of like tip as far as how to quiet quit is to actually schedule out your day and then only work in those scheduled blocks. So this is like if you find yourself starting early or staying late because you have 100 emails and you're like, well, I only wanna answer emails during the day, but you know it's piling up, it's taking me away from my work. So it's like schedule blocks of time to deal with your emails. And then everything outside of that needs to be tackled another day. So like mm-hmm. the first half an hour of my day is just for emails. Yeah. And if it doesn't take me half an hour, I'm like, okay, great. This is my chance. I get up and I make a tea. Mm-hmm. But that's my email dedicated time. Yeah. And that's it. And it's the same, like, schedule your lunch breaks. Put it in your calendar. Yeah. If you Walk need to. Off your
1: calendar. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Even, like, I'm grabbing a coffee at this time, so I cannot yeah. have a meeting. And share your schedules with your coworkers. So there are... Aware and not booking you in meetings when you, you know, plan to do any of these breaks. Yeah. I think having like a
1: consistent schedule and like turning it into a routine has been what helps me. So it is like that daily routine mm-hmm. of like checking my email from nine to 9 30. You know, it's the daily routine that every Thursday I'm going to go for a walkout lunch and stop yeah. at Starbucks. You yeah. know, like for me, it helps because it's not like it just makes me feel less chaotic because yeah. I'm like, I know I, routinely do it at this time and it'll Mm -hmm. get taken care of you know so I don't know we know I love a good routine we know I love a good plan so just wanted to slip that in there (laughs) yeah
0: the other thing I wanted to say is if you find it's like the same thing I was saying with the email you're like getting all these pings and buzzes and it's distracting you and you feel like you're not getting any work done like schedule notification breaks yeah like I know we use g suite at my work and you can schedule in your calendar focus time and people can't book you in meetings like it says they're doing focus time and you can specify so I'm a video editor I'm doing focus time editing this video it pauses your notifications and it Makes it so that if you're on a tight deadline, you're not constantly being distracted by yeah. like flashing lights and dinging. And, yeah. you know, like I said, we're not curing cancer. They don't need to have my response in 30 seconds. Yeah. If they get it two hours later, that's fine. And that's another boundary. Like yeah. I'm
1: also guilty for that of like, as soon as somebody says, hey, can you send this to me? Yeah. I drop what I'm doing and I send yeah. it right away. But it's like, not everything needs that, no. you know? So yeah. yeah,
0: I think that's something to be mindful of. Especially if you're like, I like my work. I'm trying to do a good job and mm-hmm. I'm getting burnt out because all these I'm small being pulled tasks. in different directions. Yeah. 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 I know. I... I'm a huge user
1: of do not disturb mode on Mm -hmm. my phone. Also just like silencing my personal notifications when it's, you know, focus time at work. Yeah. That's been helpful. We use Microsoft Teams, which is cringe and I hate it, but (laughs) we have do not disturb mode on there. So it's the same thing where it silences your notifications and it shows other people that you're in do not disturb mode. So that's kind of our focus time, but Mm -hmm. I've just recently started using that and it is a game changer for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The next thing I wanted to bring up is to just be aware of your responsibilities and your deadlines. So like I was saying with my first job where I didn't know, I just said yes to everything because I just thought that's what you did at a job. Mm -hmm. and when
1: you're new and like you you want to be
0: the yes person, exactly
1: you want people to like you and this is how they'll like you if you say yes to everything and yeah yeah.
0: where so now it's like know what you is in your job description know what's in your role yeah and if you're feeling burnt out if something is if a request is coming in that's not in your job description say no yeah
1: yeah for me it's like roles and responsibilities and process like that's how my brain works at work so it helps me again say no to things guilt-free because I am somebody that does do things outside my job to help other people out or like oh if I do it it'll be so much quicker so you know here you go Mm -hmm. but it's like know your own roles and responsibilities, but also like communicate it yeah, like with your cross-functional team members and your colleagues. Mm -hmm. So everybody's on the same page and nobody's holding you accountable to things that you're holding them accountable to. You know what I mean? Like you all need to be on the same page. Mm -hmm. Same when it comes to process. And I think a part of the process is also like baking in timelines, you know, and like communicating like turnaround time Mm -hmm. and like just everybody being aligned from the get-go can really help make it more efficient but then also again you're not bottling things up inside because you're like I'm doing so many things I said yes yeah yeah, that aren't my responsibility and like I'm getting burnt out it's like just openly discuss that you know
0: yeah well the one thing when I decided like no I don't want to stay late I'm gonna work in my work hours none of this is that important is whenever someone would come to me, like I said, I'm a video editor, so it would be a project manager who would say, hey, we need this video edited by tomorrow. And then I would say, okay, so that means I'm not going to have time to work on this project. Mm -hmm. Can you put that in writing? And I will send that to that project's project manager. Yeah. And every single time they'd say, oh, no, it's okay. I can wait. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like none of it's actually that important. Yeah, People just think their job is important because, yeah. you know, it's what you do. Yeah. But so just be clear. Whereas if I said, yeah, and then was bitter about it, like that's on me yeah. for agreeing to it and then staying late when I didn't need to.
1: Exactly. A huge thing at my work. People just say, hey, can you do this? They don't ask you by yeah. when. They yeah. don't give you context. Nothing. Nothing. And it drives me nuts. So I feel like every time I ask somebody for something, I'm like, can you send me this by this day? And it's like reasonable turnaround times. But if they're not communicating turnaround times, don't just assume like, oh, I need to do it it ASAP. Like ask them. Mm -hmm. And then like you said, if that causes a shift in your priorities, communicate that. Yeah. More so to your boss, I feel, or like whoever – would care about your priorities. Like if it's, you know, a colleague where you're like, well, to do that, I need to stop doing this for somebody else. They'll be Mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. Thanks. You know, but like to somebody else, like your boss, to be like, okay, well, I only have so many fucks to give. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's not what I say to my boss, but me mentally, like, where do you want me to prioritize my time? And like, let's like think about this because everything's a priority
0: to different people you know what I mean so exactly yeah and also just be aware of what is coming your way and scheduling your time properly like sometimes I find myself if it's the middle of August and there are all these projects piling up in September it's like well September is so far away like no prioritize figure out how you're going to get it done and you know work verbalize back. it to your team yeah i love a good work back right i'm very into like scheduling people's times yeah, I, yeah. this this I'm is very me and like it.
1: the process part of yeah the, like roles and responsibilities i'm like okay hey, let's just bake those yeah like
0: timelines in you know yeah but then it makes it so that it's not like oh i forgot this was happening and now i have to work till 8 p.m this entire week because i didn't know like just always right. keep or schedule in and you know, time. I have the last half an hour of every day because I have to fill in time sheets and I fill in my time sheet and I look at what's coming down the pipeline. And sometimes I will fill in my time sheet early for the week that's coming up because I'm like, okay, I know I'm going to be working on this, that, and the next thing. And there they are. They're in my time sheet. Like unless something major happens, I can't shift that. Yeah. You tell them, girl. Yeah.
1: We love this. I I love my scheduling. Yeah. I love that too. I think the last piece of quiet quiet quitting we want to talk about was also actually using your vacation days and personal days. I don't know if that's a thing everywhere, but like your sick days, I guess, is another way to say it. Like use your time off. You guys know that we are huge advocates for self-care and like taking care of yourself so you can take care of others. And I think that mindset also goes towards... The work that you're doing and Mm -hmm. the work that you're producing. Like if you're running on low battery all the time, you're not putting your best foot forward and like producing your best work. So you need to take that time off to rest, recharge in order to show up and actually be productive at Mm -hmm. work.
0: Yeah. 100%. And when you're off, turn off your notifications, take your email off your phone. Like I'm the kind of person who it's like, yeah, what? that seems too hard. It's fine. And then I get my first email and I'm like, nope. Like, yeah. I don't need to be seeing that.
1: Nope. Not at all. Because it's so easy. Just read one email. Then, oh, yeah. well, I might as well respond. Oh, yeah. well, oh now, here's and here. another oh, one. Oh, here's yeah. another one. Yeah. yeah. They keep rolling in. Yeah. Another thing on the whole idea of personal days and sick days. I'm somebody, I'm going to knock on wood, who doesn't, like, get sick that often. Mm. And, like, when I am sick now that I'm working from home, you know, like it's just like whatever, but use those days. And if you don't get sick or like we have, I forget how many in Ontario, I want to say it's like seven sick Mm. days or something for the year. That's quite a few, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's like take one a month and just use them as mental health days. Like I think the idea of mental health days employers kind of roll their eyes at but for you personally like you know when you need a break yeah so use your days like not your vacation days but your sick days Mm -hmm. to like take that break you know what I mean like your employer doesn't need to know why you're taking the day off yeah just take it off Mm -hmm. and like I said last September I used a personal day for a mental health day. And I got my haircut. I got mm-hmm. a facial. Like that was what I needed to like yeah. disconnect from work. And that three-day weekend or whenever I took that day off made all the difference, mm-hmm. you know. So use those days. Don't just...
0: Sit on them. Yeah. Like, I feel
1: even vacation
0: days. Yeah. Like, I work with people who don't use all their vacation yeah, days. Yeah. And I'm that's, like, that's another crazy. flex. Yeah. In the yeah. workplace. Oh man, I haven't
1: used any of my vacation days. Oh man, I have, I'm rolling yeah. over three, four weeks of vacation next year. It's like, this is the wrong
0: flex. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. I don't know. No.
0: Yeah. At least my work, you aren't allowed to roll over days. Okay. And they're like, use up your days now. Yeah. So. That's good, at least. But I can't even imagine. I'm the opposite Mm -hmm. where I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? I have no more days left. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just completely different vibe. Yeah. This is just making me, like, think of
1: all the stupid things people flex about. I know. I know.
0: Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Like, maybe this is depressing, but, like, it doesn't matter. Like, the job that I was laid off of, I was staying late. And, you know, going yes. above and beyond doing so much extra stuff like I can't even talk about it or it'll make me angry. The stupid stuff that I was doing outside of my job description that I see I can't even talk about it. <laughs> and I think where you're going is but, that I got laid off. Yeah, because and, you know, they weren't like about it or anything, yeah. but it's like we need to save money. And you're a number on a piece of paper yes. and you don't fit into the equation. Yeah. And it didn't matter. Well, I didn't use all my sick days. Yeah, Like they care. Yeah. And uh, well, I carried all this stuff up the stairs one day. Okay. That just makes you a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. you're, you know, a number on a piece of paper. Yeah. And by you working for free, that doesn't reflect in the number. You're still... You yeah. know, getting paid, so take advantage of all exactly. You
1: can. Yeah, I know it's so fucked up that like companies expect so much of you, mm-hmm. but when it you know it's never times, reciprocated, yeah, never, yeah, never, no matter how you look at it, no matter how you slice and dice yeah. it, like no. So, yeah,
0: yeah. I guess take yeah. care of yourself, you're the number one priority. I was just gonna say, I Have guess loyalty the moral to here, yourself, yeah,
1: is you need to take care of yourself 100%, yeah. especially in your 20s. Yeah. Like going back to like me always chasing the next thing. Like mm-hmm. I remember before the pandemic, I think the pandemic was kind of a blessing for me in yeah. my career Wake because I was just so focused on, yeah. you know, my daily routine to and from the office, mm-hmm. you know, went out for drinks after whatever. But I was so like obsessed with my career mm-hmm. and lost sight of everything else outside of it where the pandemic like woke me up to that. But I remember thinking in 2019, like I need to start talking to a therapist because if I don't, like I'm already so tightly wound about my career at 23 years old. Yeah. That if I continue down this path for the Mm -hmm. next 40 years of my career, like I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm going to, yeah. you know, like have health repercussions from this. Mm-hmm. And that was just all the internal pressure I put on myself. Yeah. Of building my career in my 20s. Yeah. You know, so I think the sooner you can have these like realizations and it is hard because it is prime time to build your career and like, mm-hmm. you know, network and build your reputation in your industry. So you do want to work hard. Yeah. But you'd also need to be setting yourself up for success and yeah. make sure it's something that's sustainable because mm-hmm. this is just the beginning. Yes, know? exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So take care of yourself and like give yourself grace, I guess. It's okay to just view your job as a job sometimes.
0: Yes, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, quiet quitting, just another buzz term for setting boundaries. Yeah. We talk about it a lot, but it's so important make sure that you're not being taken advantage of yeah and if you're working in a toxic workplace this is the other thing
1: I wanted to say quiet quitting is not a permanent solution I don't think it's a permanent Mm -hmm. solution to anything like I think quiet quitting is a mentality you take on when you need the break and if you're working in a toxic workplace like quiet quit so you can invest your energy in like applying for other jobs Exactly. you know and I know again that's still very like corporate-y like well why am I investing my energy and time into like my job period you know if it's looking for a new one whatever but like you need to pay the bill somehow you know so I think if you're in a toxic workplace again just quiet quit so you can find something else it's yeah. not like do the bare minimum and stay there forever like, yeah, yeah get out of that toxic workplace yes, you know like 100%. eventually you'll actually have to quit
0: <laughs> yeah yeah but in the
1: meantime like yeah hands-off approach yeah definitely yeah. anyways you guys thank you so much for listening we drop a new episode every tuesday so we will chat next week but yeah. you can also find us on social media at our golden 20s on tiktok instagram facebook pinterest lots of fall content on the pinterest so the pinterest the tiktok (laughs) (laughs) so check out the pinterest we also have spotify playlists so check those out and lastly we are on patreon which is the best way to support the podcast so go check it out you get access to episodes early as well as some fun exclusive content that you won't see on our social channels so it is a good time And that's everything. So thanks again for listening. We will see you next Tuesday. Bye.